listening to Season 3, Episode 10. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Shop. Can't believe this is already Episode 10 of this season. It feels like it hasn't been very long. But I suppose it hasn't actually been that long since I am releasing episodes and recording more than usual. I will continue this season throughout lockdown and probably a little bit after too because I really want to maybe revisit some of the business owners that I've spoken with to see what their businesses look like once we come out of lockdown as well if I'm able to and just hearing how people's stories are changing throughout this time is really really inspiring. Today's podcast guest is Amalia from the Botanical Candle Company. I've been following them for a while and I just, I love their curation and stuff. I I love how their shop looks and everything that they do. But most of all, I like, I really, really admire the kind of kindness and honesty you get running through their business. I think that it is something to aspire to, to kind of treat everyone in your business, everyone around you, the way you want to be treated. If we all did that, you know, there's room for everyone. And I think it would be so much more enjoyable, I suppose, to run a business. And I think this really comes across in this podcast episode. So I hope that you really, really enjoy it. As always, I would love to hear and see where you are tuning in. So do pop over to Instagram and let me know where, what you're up to while you're listening to this. Are you walking the dog? Are you out with the kids so that you supervising them in the garden? Or what are you doing? Are you making things? I would love to see what you're up to. You can tag me at small underscore business underscore collaborative and uh, I would love to see where you're tuning in but now let's listen in to my chat with Amalia from the Botanical Candle Company. Hello Amalia thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk Shop. Hello Therese it's my absolute pleasure thank you for having me. It would be lovely if we can start off with you introducing yourself and your business please. Sure thing okay so um, I'm Amalia Pothicary And um, together with my partner, James Osborne, we founded the Botanical Candle Co. in 2014. Uh, We are candle makers who work from our studio and shop in Shaftesbury in North Dorset. Uh, We make all of our products in our studio above our shop and we sell online through our shop and via our dedicated trade website too. And we have a team of 11 wonderful crew. (laughs) So um, they help with every aspect of running the business. And we are very lucky to have them. That's brilliant. And did you, what led you to open the shop? Why candle making? (laughs) Uh, So candle making came about because I was burning a lot of candles in my, in our house. Um, And at the time, I didn't know about the difference in waxes that were available. Uh, And we had a bit of an incident with a candle where it, let off like a black soot I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you yeah 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 and I was like why has it done that and I googled it and then I kind of stumbled into the world of all the different waxes and I realized that actually these very expensive candles that I'd been treating myself to were were made from paraffin wax and obviously paraffin is derived from 
uh, fossil fuels and isn't sustainable and also just isn't very healthy to burn in your space. So I was suddenly a bit like horror struck that I'd not known about this. And then I stumbled into finding out about soy wax and um, the benefits of soy wax and all plant-based waxes. Um, because I'm naturally very curious and quite crafty, I made a, I made some for us in the house, and I made some for Christmas presents, and then from there it really stemmed. And with James's support, um, he said to me, he was like, "These are really beautiful, and um, you know, I think there's possibly a market for them because you didn't know about the soy wax benefits and the difference between that and paraffin." Um, and so he really pushed me forward to get really educated about it and learn everything I needed to learn and yeah we launched the business we did like a a very like typical route of like having it as a side hustle for a long time and then gradually like making it our full-time job um and actually today because we're recording this on the 1st of May uh, this is James's one-year anniversary of joining the business full-time so it's Wow! Yeah. One year anniversary. Yeah, bless him. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, it was a huge milestone for us, and um, yeah. So we now we now have us two and uh, nine other people as well, which is incredible. It's amazing. That's amazing, and I guess when you started, not a, a lot of people would not have known the difference between different waxes. I think because humans are more aware now, but back then people didn't know as much I guess yeah for sure it's something that's really only been uh at the forefront of people's minds you know if you're into candles for the last few years so um yeah it was certainly like a very emerging market emerging scene but yeah people are much more aware of it now so in terms of like us having to educate people of like oh it's soy wax and this is what soy wax is and the benefits you know people are much more clued up on it naturally which is cool um but yeah it's been a a whirlwind few years for sure (laughs) that's amazing and I think what's really interesting about your business is obviously that you run a shop where you buy in things from other business owners as well as you know selling to trade yourself so you kind of get both sides of the business yeah we do Um, it's something that we're really uh, excited about actually is having the ability to work with other makers and artists and um, creatives because you know we were given so many opportunities when we were growing our business and you know I remember those first few people that supported us with trade orders I, I know how that felt and so to be able pass that forward to other people and give them a platform for for their work to be in a physical shop or on a website um, is a real privilege and it's something that we're really passionate about because you know it just it feels like we're paying it back to the universe because so many people do it for us (laughs) that is so beautiful Lupert I I love that oh thank you um it's it's really true (laughs) (laughs) So what's happening in your business right now? What what are you doing at the moment? <clears throat> so very little, <laughs> in a word. Um, we are completely closed at the moment. Um, we do obviously have the ability to sell online. As we saw the lockdown coming, we had to make the decision um, as a business that we were going to be completely closing. That came from the fact that we knew that we couldn't just do it, James and I. Obviously, James and I live together. We're partners. So we could be into the studio and working together and not putting anybody else at risk at work but we know that we couldn't actually keep up with the volume of orders and that before long it would lead to stock problems because we can't make everything and dispatch x amount of parcels every day it's just not achievable but 
more than that and more important than that for us was the fact that we didn't want to put pressure on the postal system um and this is just completely our opinion it's not to cast judgment on how anybody else is operating their business um because i understand that not everyone can make that decision um, but we've always had a, a motto that sort of run through the whole of us growing the business which is people before profit yeah and for me that that encompasses all people not just our team that encompasses the postal workers the depot workers it encompasses everybody so because we were able to take advantage and thankfully we're able to be eligible for the government help we just said we've just got to hit pause right now and just do the tricky thing which is completely stop and stand still and there's been there's been days when it's really been tough to think like are we doing the right thing are we missing out on everything but we had to do what was right and um we're really really pleased we did what we did I think that's a very brave decision I I absolutely have no judgment on anyone that makes either decision but I think and I think both decisions whether to stay open or close is really difficult but I think that uh, the vast majority of people have chosen to stay open in some capacities. So I think it's a really kind of brave decision to to decide now. Actually, we that's not right for my business or our business. We're going to close for now and then pick up where we left off when we open up again. Yeah, it's it's been hard, and and like I said, it really isn't to to cast judgment on anybody else because everybody's situation is completely unique. But we um, thankfully we were in a position where we could do it, and um, it you know it was it was the right thing to do in in our opinion for us as a business. So um, what's been nice though is we've just been spending this time concentrating on improving the website and. Um, I've been re-photographing products um, that were looking a little bit tired online. You know, I've been able to bring equipment home and work from our spare bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just accepting the time for what it is. And, and we're not trying to put too much pressure on ourselves to be productive. But also just recognise that we've had an exceptionally busy couple of years. And that having this period of like rest and reflection isn't something we thought we were going to ever get um, yeah so it's a very sad time and we feel frustrated that we aren't able to help like in a more practical way but James and I just told ourselves and we've told the team on those days when we've been wobbly like it's our job now to just do nothing and do as we're told and make, yeah. make the sacrifices for like the good of everybody else so sitting still and doing nothing is very difficult but that's what we've got to do yes and I think that this whole you know almost having a break that you weren't ever planning to have it's probably a good thing like I mean I have definitely rediscovered things that I used to love doing when I was in you know full-time employment and had holidays paid for or, <laughs> you know those things uh, I'm sure you just dis- had time to spend on things that you wouldn't normally take the time to do Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the garden has never looked so loved. The house has never been so free. I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been nice in a, in a weird way. It's been, it's been good to just stop for a while. And how are your staff feeling? Are they, are, are they feeling okay? Like, has that been a difficult conversation to have with them? It's been really hard for a lot of the team. Um, we have such a lovely, supportive team of mostly women who work together. Um, and I certainly find that they are a huge source of support for me. And um, we've been keeping in touch, obviously. You know, most days we talk 
as a team. Mm. But I know that for those with young children, it's exceptionally stressful with the homeschooling. Yeah. So we're trying to support those guys from afar and just say, like, try and take the pressure off. You, you know, you're not teachers, you're parents. And, um, you know, it's really difficult to see them go through that. But, um, yeah, we'll get back to it. We know we're going to get back to it one day and we know that we're not going to have to lose anybody. You know, the team will stay where they are. Everybody will come back to work. So we're just hanging on to holding on to that for a while. Yeah, and you've done things like you hosted your first live on Instagram and oh, done other things. Yeah. How did that go? Well, my heart rate, I think, is still slightly elevated from that. It was so scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, God. Um, it was quite scary, actually. It was fine. I just, it was so long. It was like 50 minutes in the end. I had no idea how long it was. Um, and when we stopped, I looked at the time and I was like, that can't be right. That's been 50 minutes. Um so it went well, actually. People were so generous and kind with their comments and they really engaged. And actually, it was really hard to keep up with like questions and stuff. So hopefully I did OK, but <laughs> it was hard. I think it's so lovely that you are finding a way to kind of engage with your customers when they actually can't buy anything. So it's purely engaging with them because they can't actually you know go on your website and be like oh I'll just order that because you did that yeah. no that's true I mean I I just love keeping in touch with everybody and I'm, I'm I'm aware that I kind of want to keep us in people's minds and it's not you know the whole thing the whole business for us has never been about just selling um, it's been about creating somewhere, you know, somewhere to visit or somewhere to work that's really welcoming and friendly and inclusive. So mm. just keeping in touch with people and giving them an hour of my time to show them around the shop. You know, I, I don't mind if we don't make a penny off of that, because for me, it's it's so much more than that. And it was it was in recognition that people are stuck in their homes and, you know, physically they can't come and visit the shop. So let's take them there digitally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I think yeah lovely I can't wait to go to like a physical shop that is not Tesco (laughs) (laughs) you know in a way when I go to my local convenience he's been brilliant well it's a couple that runs it they've been brilliant we're keeping it well stocked and stuff but I just like I go in there it's like oh how lovely would it be if they were stocking this and that because I know some like makers nearby and stuff I'm like Instead of stocking dove soaps, could they stock this? Yeah, it's it's going to be so amazing to get back to a, a a shop where you really can take your time and have a look around, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And talk to another person that a person that I mean, I'm an introvert in the sense where you know, but I still go to an independent shop and I still want some interaction. Right? It's just yeah, so nice for sure. <laughs> So it would be. I, I really look forward to that day. Oh, us too. We can't wait. So, have you been talking to your suppliers during this time? When I say suppliers, I mean the people, the brands that you do stock in the store. Have you been talking to them during this time at all? Yeah. So we've been in touch um, via Instagram a lot. I really like that. It's, you know, you can kind of keep in contact with people on Instagram, but in a really casual way. You know, just a little mm-hmm. a reaction to a story or a little comment or a like. You know, and they know that you're there and you're thinking of them. Um, we've also been emailing with those um, we had a huge amount of orders in with makers as the lockdown came into play and pretty quickly we got emails from lots of them saying do you guys still want this order because we've had everyone else cancel us and I just my heart yeah. my heart went out to them and like 
it was, it's hard because it was uncertain, but we've honoured every order we had placed. And I've said, no. Wow. Yeah, no, I've been really keen to. Well, I just felt like it is, we are going to get back to it one day. And again, like, I understand that not every shop could do that. But, you know, thankfully for us, it was quite good timing in the year. We had the cash flow to be able to pay everybody up front. So I was really keen to just kind of try and, you know, honour everything we said we were going to do. But I'm not putting any pressure on our suppliers because, like, you know, like I mentioned with our team, lots of them have become homeschoolers in the last eight weeks. And yeah. <laughs> like they're juggling so much. And also they're just trying to manage with the stress of like, you know, the emotional burden, the financial burden and the, like, the physical stress of it as well. So we, yeah. we aren't putting any pressure on them to keep in touch with us. And, you know, in our opinion, we're in a really lucky position like I said in terms of the timing using the the word luck in relation to a pandemic isn't great but it just meant that it we were able to make some decisions to hopefully benefit those network of amazing people that we work with um so you know (laughs) I think that they would really really well they will appreciate that massively I'm sure yeah how about on the other side the people that stock you have you been talking to them at all? What have you done on that side? Again, you know, no pressure at all. We've been keeping in touch with people, um, but we know that a lot of our stockists have just had to hit pause as well. Yeah. So we're not putting any pressure on it. We're going to see how it goes when we come back. I'm really hoping we don't lose any stockists. Of course, I don't want any of our stockists to have to make the decision to stop trading, but we will have to just wait and see how it is when we get back. But we'll be we'll be there and we'll be ready and we'll be well stocked because, like I said, we <laughs> we haven't had to run down our stocks during this time, so we can just start again and we'll have everything. If people are able to go back to their businesses or their shops and yeah, and think, right, let's have a little refresh. Let's get it looking as, as full and as lovely as we can for the season ahead. Then yeah, we'll be there to get them products as quickly as we can brilliant and have you been seeing anything do you think this will affect how you buy for the shop have you seen things that you would want to stock in the future or now when you can have more time to browse I suppose yeah absolutely um I mean we're naturally optimists as people we're very lucky that we we always have a fairly optimistic view of of the future um and also for our own well-being we've had to be planning for the future you know it's it's hard because we don't know when it will resume but using this time for me personally to be creative it provides some escapism and also like a very creative outlet um so we're always on the lookout for beautiful products for the shop yeah um also our subscription boxes that we run we you know we're taking time to think about those in the future oh yeah you can plan them now yeah exactly and just anyone else we can collaborate with as well so um yeah we're we're using this time to think of ideas be creative let ourselves plan for the future even though we don't know when it will be (laughs) yeah so without you can't really make firm commitments but you can at least see oh that will fit into that box that will fit in there exactly whatever it might be have you had anyone reach out to you about that sort of thing and try to kind of present their stuff to you no what we haven't and um I can understand why because I think people may be worried that it would come across slightly wrong maybe at this time and uh, you know with the situation we're in but actually mm. um I wouldn't be at all um against people reaching out and saying you know I've got something that might be up your street um because yeah like I said we're, we're optimistic about the future because it it mm. will look very different in the future 
and of course there's yeah. like a heavy sadness that we're going to carry as a as a world but um we're always about trying to make positive change as a business however we can so you know if there are emerging artists or creatives that think that you know their product might be right for us then I would really encourage them to get in touch um, I'd love to hear from them yeah I have been saying because I get asked this a lot right if they should be reaching out and I've asked all my guests this and people say different things you know some are positive some are just very overwhelmed and I said you know so my latest answer to that question has been like have a look at their social media see how they're feeling if they're not feeling completely overwhelmed because they're homeschooling three children mm-hmm. and they can't you know they don't get more than an hour's work in every day maybe don't contact them yeah but but you know reach out to other people that might be in a similar situation if they have the time you know like if you don't have children at your home school or if you close down you might have a bit extra time in your business there's no reason why you can't yeah for I mean, sure. if you if you wouldn't if you didn't have time you would just leave that for now right yeah absolutely we we just file the email or the message and we'd come back to it later but yeah t- it's a really good that's really great advice is to take the temperature of the room a bit yeah just you know before you pick i mean we're lucky that we can do that with social media you know absolutely i mean 10 years ago we could never have done that we would have had to call people and people are not at their business phones are they it's very true (laughs) so you would have been hard yeah but I think now we are lucky. We can see how people are feeling. Yes, definitely. Um, it's a it's a wonderful thing, and um, it's a very lovely informal way of of gently introducing yourself. And um, yeah, I I see whenever people reach out with messages online or emails, I just see it as such a privilege that they've taken their time to consider us. You know, I just feel really humbled by that. Um, so yeah <laughs> we're definitely receptive. I think so it's, a, it's like a when, I don't know when that happened but the first time you had a, a potential brand approach you it must have felt like oh so I'm doing something right they want to be stalked by me oh definitely (laughs) yeah and you've got to hold on to that feeling like as you grow and we're really keen to always remember how that feels to have that like fizzy excitement in your tummy when you get Mm. like when an opportunity crosses your path that you've been really hoping would it's a very magic thing and it's it's what people go it's why you kind of strike out on your own and you work for yourself it's for those moments so yeah we're 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 always friendly we're always welcoming like please don't hesitate you know please drop us a message we'd love to hear from you um and just to discover the work of others as well it's um it's something that's always really exciting for us there's so many exciting people out there so many creatives they do so many amazing things for when you do open up again have you given any thought about because i hear i started hearing a lot about you know sort of safe retelling for the future like how things might have to change when you open up the shop again Mm -hmm. in terms of signage and and, you know I guess the government will give us guidelines too but have you thought anything about that if that might change how you do things at all? Yeah it may well do and we'll obviously be following all the government guidelines um, to the letter. Um, We have quite a small shop. We're quite fortunate that we only have a fairly small shop. So if we had to implement a one-in, one-out rule, that would be easy to do. Obviously, the the cleanliness and the hygiene 
will continue to um, have that disinfectant really close to hand all the time. Yeah. Um, we got quite into the rhythm of that before the lockdown. You know, we were really diligent with the the cleanliness. Yeah, it will be really interesting to see how it how it goes. I anticipate that you know some customers will stay away for longer um, and that's completely understandable you know everybody has to look after their themselves and their family but we're very fortunate like I said that we have the online side so if we do have a fairly local customer who may normally shop in the shop but doesn't want to risk coming in then we can hopefully post them something once we're back up and running. Yeah I think hopefully those people that have been longing to come and for a visit but doesn't feel comfortable, they will just turn to online. Fingers crossed. Um, um, hopefully. Yeah, it will be interesting as well. I mean, we, the town we're in, it's the claim to fame for Shaftesbury is that it was the, it has Gold Hill, which is the um, street from the old Hovis advert. I don't know if you know it, but it's a really famous advert for Hovis bread yeah. with the, the <laughs> baker's boy pushing a bike up the hill. So we have this sort of like landmark in town. So we do get a lot of visitors for that in the summer months. So we'll be really interested to see if perhaps there's more staycationers um, because obviously international travel I think is going to be off for a long time I think that will be us like we if we're allowed to move around the UK yeah or you know um and so that would be we'll just get the car a dog in the car and yeah because we're only we're like sort of 45 minutes an hour from the Jurassic coastline as well which is like one of the most beautiful stretches of coastline in the world so we're very fortunate that we're in a gorgeous place in the country um so you know it'll be really interesting for us to see if summer turns out to be quite busy we've got loads of customers that are messaging and asking when we're going back and you know we know that there's probably going to be a big spike of orders when we get when we get back to work so we'll just have to manage that carefully um it might be that we have to increase our lead time maybe um but yeah we'll, we'll find a solution um and we'll just have to play it by ear i love that you're so optimistic it's it's great oh <laughs> i think that it probably gives you a little bit of like I don't know, calmness to not, you know, we have to look at reality, but we can do it with two different outlooks. Either we can be pessimistic or we can be optimistic, no? Yeah, for sure. I just think that I just, you know, I do have bad days. Of course, I have days when I wake up and I really am struggling to get myself going. And, um, you know, the weight of it all is very crushing. But James and I, we're so lucky. We live in the most beautiful place. We have had so much good luck and good fortune over the last few years. And I'm just so conscious that for so many people, it's not not like that. Um, mm. so I just feel really thankful for everything we do have. Yeah, I mean, I am hopeful for the future. But like I said, I understand that it's going to be a different, different world when we go back to when we're allowed out again. <laughs> I think our habits will have changed, but I think it will be to the, well, I, I, I don't know if it's, I really, really think that it will have a positive effect of our independent businesses and smaller brands and especially made in the UK thing. Mm-hmm. I think that people are craving to know more about the stories. And I think, you know, shops are really going to, people are used to shopping online now. Mm. So even people that haven't been shopping online previously, traditionally, have now gone online, right? Yes. So I think that shops are really going to have to wow their customers. And I think that 
independent shops can do so really easily because you have that human to human connection yeah. and customer service and uniqueness about you. But I think some of the big high street shops will struggle with Oh, I think they definitely will, absolutely. And um, we've seen it in our community here that there's been the small shops that have gone above and beyond and that have pivoted on like a sixpence and have like completely changed their business model overnight and have been been there for their community by delivering fruit and veg or, or flour and cheese and veggies you know it's so yeah it, and I, th- I really hope that people will remember that and I think they will I think they will remember who was there for them during this really difficult time I, I hope so I hope that we can hold on to those good things for a long time fingers crossed hey <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of been a little bit forgotten I think it's um it's a reset for the world it keeps coming up but it really is for a reset for the world a reset for us yeah. as consumers i mean i slowly be going you know in the direction anyway and i love shopping you know locally and, and with smaller businesses and i've been doing so for a long time but this has just made it even more you know I can make even more choices like that that I had not really thought about before. It's good, isn't it? It's um, yeah, it is a moment for reflection and for reassessment. Um, yeah, I'm really hopeful that it will maybe change some habits going forward. And yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> I am totally with you. Uh, it's been so lovely to chat. Before I say goodbye, would you share where people can connect with you? Um, during this time I suppose yeah of course so um, we're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter although we don't use Twitter very much but Instagram's where we generally hang out so you can find us at the Botanical Candle Co um, you can also find our website at www.thebotanicalcandleco.co.uk uh, it is sadly closed right now so you'll just hit a message saying that we're shut but um, come and visit us when we're back open we'll be keeping everybody updated on instagram so we'd love to see you over there that's brilliant thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast and having a chat it's been lovely chatting with you and i hope that i mean we're recording this on a friday so i guess i hope you have a good weekend thank you Therese. it's been really lovely to speak to you too thank you for your words of encouragement and support and um, for everything that you're doing as well i i know that lots of people will be finding comfort in um, your podcast so thank you ever so much for having us thank you thanks take care thank you so much Amalia and thank you so much to those of you who are listening I know that time is at a premium at the moment so I really appreciate you taking the time to listen I love sort of documenting what businesses are up to during this time if you want to hear the next episode make sure that you subscribe over on whatever podcast provider you use and if you have a moment it would really help if you can rate and review the podcast over on apple podcast or itunes as well and i will be back i hope to still do one more episode this week so i'll hope to be back before the end of the week with the next episode as i've said before If there's anyone's story that you would like to hear on the podcast or if you want to share your story, do reach out to me. And of course, if you do need help with your wholesale, now when things are a little bit more positive, a little bit more stable, then of course reach out and we can see if we can work together. 
I hope you have a great rest of the day and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.